0: You're listening to Drinking on the Job, D-O-T-J. I'm your host, John Coyle. Drinking on the Job is a toast to the culture of food, wine, and all things fermented. We'll be talking with winemakers, musicians, artists, late-night bartenders, scoundrels, and more. It's time to grab a glass before it's last call. Today, Oyster Diaries Part 2. We're going to finish the journey in my hometown, New York. And stop in and get an American tour of oysters with celebrity chef Bill Telepan. All right, this is the Oyster Diaries episode, so why not come to one of the best places to have oysters in New York City, Oceana. I'm sitting with critically acclaimed chef Bill Telepan. Well, you are a Michelin star chef. I have
1: to (laughs) remind my mom of that this weekend when I see her. (laughs) <laughs> where the sun is thought of Anyway so. uh,
0: Well thanks for having me We're sitting uh, in the belly of the beast In the private uh, table Staring into the kitchen uh, If you ever get a chance to come here Please book it It's uh, pretty crazy <laughs> That's our spot. oyster shucker guy Oh nice yeah, yeah, So we yeah. can see everybody walk by here And uh, <laughs> lo and behold I sit down And Bill puts a uh, feast of oysters In front of me That uh, he's going to walk me through and uh, I want to say a it's a dozen yeah. almost yeah. a
1: dozen for, for us both, each yeah. of us, and a couple of the uh shrimp uh cocktail because the shrimp cocktail, what's cool about that is that it's a wild Ecuadorian sh- uh, wild shrimp okay. from cock from, oh. from Ecuador. Which to me, like you know, sustainability of seafood is very important, buying right. mostly wild. Instead of um, farm-raised, there are some great things that are produced farm-raised, but I don't believe shrimp is one of them. Right. Um, But these things are monsters, as you can see, and they're absolutely delicious. As big as my hand. Um, And so we, when I came here, um, that was one of the things I wanted to sort of shift it towards. A more sustainable approach because that's the way I've always been with my previous restaurant, Talapan. Right. Right. And um, we buy a lot of our vegetables here locally. Um, so the oysters, you know, the fish became important to me to sort of right. be that way. I mean, it's difficult because we have such a huge menu here to sort of right. be 100%, but we're at a point where uh, the James Beard Foundation um, started this um, sort of watchdog called Smart Catch and um restaurants are graded uh, with what they what they buy and we are now um i finally got it to the point last year that we're a leader in in um sustainability that's and, great uh, so which is great for this restaurant it, I think it. it's easy for like a small right like you'll see a lot of restaurants on the list but they probably have like four items right. six items of fish so you know what I mean I have 30 <laughs> wow
0: yeah I mean, it's, it's, that's
1: dinner I mean that's not lunch and you know, then we have breakfast I right. mean there's a lot going on here it's so. the reason
0: why this is one of my favorite places and right. the bar is always packed here yeah, yeah. Um, and it's something my wife always talks about this because you know, she's like you know well, how, how long can we fish how long can we take stuff out of the ocean True, yeah. So, Um yeah so I love the idea this consciousness of it and um, it's one of the reasons why I love oysters right. and there's an oyster boom happening uh blue yes blue island oyster farm did uh, 10 million oysters last year yeah we buy uh, from
1: them um, right. and and actually i got one of their oysters that they produce on uh, here right. um yeah no they and there's you know there's a, another company called pangia who's based in massachusetts who you know gets a lot of oysters uh you know they probably have a list of like 50 to 60 i get every week from them um, so it's amazing that they're still producing a lot of the stuff we get here, though, is, is direct. And I'll I'll tell you a little bit yeah. about some
0: yeah. of. that. So we're sitting at a bunch. We're sitting around a bunch of oysters, and yeah. uh, why don't uh, we talk about oysters at the same time we're eating? And you can yeah. sure, give uh, me the so, geography uh, so, lesson here. So we're
1: gonna we're gonna actually start in Jersey. Um, like this time of year, you know, the, there's that sort of theory. It's like you don't eat oysters in the uh, months that don't have R's, right? Uh, so the summertime is perceived as not a great time to eat oysters, right. or they say. That's You know, that's sort of like, kind of like, don't eat medium pork, because, you know... Trichinosis. Trichinosis, you know, right. like, that stuff's... That's in the past, stuff that, you know... Like, that's what
0: the farmers are talking about right, as well. The right, the
1: pork can... Would, of course, trichinosis might happen with rare pork, because... Eight in the 1800s, you used to kill the pork, and there wasn't no there weren't any, there wasn't any refrigeration. So. Right, yeah, right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> now you could get oysters. We get oysters shipped as far you know from Washington State that are are literally taken out of the water, put into a box, and I get it the next day. I mean, this happens. So you're, there's no and and plus the the waters where we buy from, like maybe some uh, oysters in Virginia this time of year might not be, or in the Gulf might not be. Good because of the the, the warm water. And the water in the Pacific Northwest is not warm. It's not like people are swimming. I was just out in Portland and people were talking to me about surfing. And it's always, you got to have a wetsuit on. Yeah. You know, so. I'm a New Englander. So I
0: I used to call ankle freezers. I love when the water's that cold. There's something just invigorating about it. So uh, let's. uh, I'm not an uh, ankle. uh, No, you're not an ankle
1: (laughs) freezer. (laughs) All right. So we're going to try two from a a company called Atlantic Capes uh, in New Jersey. Um, They work with, they, you know. So all along the East Coast, from like New Jersey to Long Island, there was you know back in the 1800s, 1850s, um, oyster bars were as prominent as pizza bars, right? So there's as the disease came in and pretty much wiped out the whole oyster industry. This is from what I understand. Yeah, yeah. So these guys, and one of the guys I work with, his name is Brian Harmon. They work with Rutgers University uh, to revive. Rutgers has a great agricultural food program stuff happening there. And so one of these, they worked on with them revitalizing that market. So the first one we're going to try is a Cape Shore oyster. Right. And this was the first one I've tried from them. And they were at a, they're at the, um there's a market, Fulton stall Market. Uh, and many years ago, it was called the New Amsterdam Market. They would have Wow, they would, um, that's delicious. They would have these different seasonal markets, and mm-hmm. around Christmas time, they did a big seafood one, and my pastry chef at Telepan at the time was there with her husband, and she said she ate about two dozen of these, got the card, and then I said to him, can you ship them to me? And he never shipped direct to anybody. He would just send them up to the Fulton Market, Oh wow! and then they would get uh-huh. distributed. So I finally had to say to him, look, I get lamb and from from Pennsylvania and beef from Missouri, you can ship me right. oysters you're from right. New Jersey. <laughs> so he figured it out, and it's been great. So, but now we have a buyer up at the fish market for all, all of our seafood, and he picks these up. But right. so this is I what I prefer. I personally prefer East Coast oysters because I like the brininess, the creaminess. Right. But this is the best balance. So right now, you know, you're getting a little salt. But you're getting that creaminess that some people like, you know? And this is the, their other one, the Elder Point one, Elder which Point. they just introduced last year. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of interesting. And they actually have a couple of ones. But this one, right. they're producing it hmm. now to where, like, they can sell a little more mass. So.
0: Oh, it's nice and chewy. Mm-hmm. I mean, before the pizza, before the pretzel, before the hot dog, oysters were the food right. of choice.
1: And oysters were a poor man's food. You right. know, it was really, literally, right. like, it wasn't considered, like, for a while it was, you know... They used to feed it to prisoners. Yeah. yeah. When I, I read somewhere. Yeah. So.
0: And then at one point, it crossed all cultural barriers. It was like yeah. at the finest restaurants. Right. Uh, even the French, when they came to the uh, Eastern Seaboard in particular, like, man, these guys really love the oysters. Yeah. I love the idea of the oyster carts they used to have, rolling them through the streets oh, and selling yeah. oysters off our cart. That's just a you great... You saw it
1: on Game of Thrones. Right. <laughs> I... <laughs> right.
0: Boardwalk Empire. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: All right, so we're going to go to... Now we're going into Long Island. This is this one's called Pico. Okay. And this is interesting because some... You know, the great thing about being the chef at Oceana uh, with seafood is that you get many people who want to have their food, uh, their products on the menu. Right. So this kid mm. um, started producing these oysters on the south shore of Long Island right. and just came up to me and said, Hey, you want to try these? And boom. Right. They're delicious. So a really you see deal. the difference right now mm-hmm. between New Jersey... These are much more... There's much more salinity in it, right. which I really like. It's going to become more prominent as we go up north, and you'll see. Right. But this is a silver fox. This is produced by Blue Island Oyster. They okay. produce like three varieties themselves mm-hmm. in different parts of the yeah. Long Island. And, and, and
0: Bill did say he couldn't get any well fleets, so yeah. uh, sorry, guys. but but They're all sold out yeah, nationwide.
1: Right. Come on, guys. You've got to right. do a better job of yeah. them, you know? <laughs> Oh, but again, that's, wow! That's the the salt a lot, and the
0: saline just, just took it up a notch. Took yeah. it up a notch, and yeah.
1: and it's really because you know I also think like these are the 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 Cape Shores are produced in the Bay Delaware right. Bay, so. And these are produced like right on the ocean, and so there's a difference of I think the salt because you know you got the fresh water from the Delaware hitting right. the bay at the same time. So this is all kind of cool. So we and we fun talked stuff. To,
0: uh, previous with the two farmers about this idea of merroir, which uh, Johnny Clem's laughed at, but he totally validated it. But he just loved the name merroir, <laughs> the 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 terroir of the sea. <laughs> Everything's marketing, though.
1: Everything's marketing. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I had a conversation about tiroir and the farmers' market, so it's kind of made me laugh. But anyway, huh. Huh. so um, and then here we're going into Maine, and this is an interesting story. So this right. is a woman named Abigail Carroll, who's now yeah. a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Abigail not only produces oysters; she produces three kinds of oysters, but she also oh. pr- produces skincare products. What? <laughs> Which is amazing. She's grinding she, up oyster so shells? No, I, what, she, 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 she cold called me. Right. And I, you know, I do not really listen to the messages on my phone because I usually think everybody's going to call me on my cell phone. So I just happened to listen to my phone. I took her number down, looked her up on the internet. And I was like, hey, let's give it a shot. Because I, main oysters to me are my favorite, right? I
0: thought you were going to say, give me, let's give it a shot for the facial products.
1: <laughs> no, she no, did send me some facial products, re- right? Yeah. And did you, I mean, this, this is a great, great oysters. We get Glidden Points from, also from Mm. Maine. We also get these other ones called Moondancers. And they're all, to me, like a good size. Um, I like, that's the biggest, I kind of like them. This is what, about like a two and a half to three inch oyster. Uh, I love the small ones that we have a bunch of small ones here. Uh, they're called. They're like the cocktail size, but some people like the big oysters just to feel like you're getting. Focused. So this is a great
0: size on the Nonsense. Yeah, this is a great size on the. I know there's the some people shore. who don't want to like. I like big oysters. Yeah. I've I've had an oyster almost the size of my hand. Yeah, yeah And yeah. people are like hell no. Yeah, yeah, no. I. I <laughs> it, you got to choke it I back. Ate, right. well, I right. had an
1: interesting oyster. I forget. I wish I knew which kind of oyster, but it was a baked oyster up at a restaurant called Maison Public in Montreal. And I ordered it, thinking it was going to be small oysters, um, and baked with, you know, what came out was this giant oyster, it was about six inches long. (laughs) Basically, I think what he did was he took the oyster out, sous vide it, so he cooked it gently, and then put this like, I I can't even think what's the word, it's like glissage, it was like sort of like this creamy sort of, Sauce over right. it and baked it gently, and it was so beautiful. He had, he actually cut the oysters, so it wasn't like this oh, big oyster. Got it. He was got able it. to like slice it, and put it back together. Right. And I've always wanted to do that. I'm going to actually yeah. do that this fall. I, so
0: I know it's you don't do any like baked oysters, do yeah, you? Yeah, we do. We do, do have a baked okay. oysters, okay. but it
1: depends on what we have more of. So or the bigger oysters. So when we get the Glidden Point oysters, they tend to be the larger ones, and those are the ones we take because we get about 300 of those a week, and we right. sell them like mad people love Glidden Point so so we're going to go to New Brunswick these are called Hurricane Island these are another favorite we're uh, in Canada
0: okay so Hurricane Island yeah so this you're gonna oh wow yeah
1: clean good salt but you're seeing the New York one actually ends up being the most salty one which is kind of surprising to me That's a great oyster. We sell a ton of those here, too. We right. get a lot of those. And these are called... These are the ones I was telling you about called Summer Love. So this is the these first the little one. No, no, no. That's not... This one here. The Summer Love. Yeah, yeah. Hurricane
0: so, Storm. Summer Love. They all sound like romance novels. Exactly. Uh, but that's Hurricane a great Island. name. <laughs> but do, do, don't you think there's something <laughs> in a name? On the name? <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> There's wind blowing yeah, in the air. Exactly. <laughs> Welcome to Summer Love mm. and Hurricane Island. So, oh.
1: These are really beautiful. I mean, I... I it stinks because my wife and I both love oysters and we go out and we eat, we'll get 36 of them. And we right. eat so many of them,
0: and it, but they're so, they're so expensive. They that's are. Why like, that's why I like coming to Oceania. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I always think because I have a dozen oysters, particularly when it's cold out and I start to get a cold because oh, yeah. of the zinc in oysters. Yeah. I always eat a dozen and I go, well, there's a $50 <laughs> appetizer. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah, no doubt. But, right. but they're worth Fun. I mean, um, oysters yeah. aren't cheap. We're, yeah. th- we're not getting them. So right. that's the problem. Right. So, yeah. All right. Now we're going across the coast to the other side of the country. We're going to go Come. to Washington for three different type of oysters. Okay. These are capitals. Okay. Um, and these are sent. This is another person who this woman. Um, so she, again, cold, cold we, I met her at the um, Billion Oyster Project event, which I'll get to in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was great for me because they had all, they probably had about 30 different vendors of oysters. Right, and so my first year here, I was able to go to it and really get to meet some people, talk to them about oysters, and really right. try a bunch of
0: different ones. Right. So, it's amazing to taste oysters in this scenario. Like that's why you get a dozen; you get a mixed dozen. The texture, the say that yeah. is like creamy and salty. Yeah, it's like was, it's beautiful. That balanced. actually had a good balance. A good right. balance, also. But you know the difference where we
1: had the 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 Jersey ones, which were a little creamier. This, that creaminess flavor, that West Coast oyster flavor is the only right. way I can describe it, right. is way pr- prominent in there. Yeah. And then you still get the East Coast flavor in here. But they both had similar salinity. They both had similar creaminess. But you, you if you put those side to side, you could clearly it, tell the difference. Oh, yeah, sure. a- absolutely. You could say this is yeah. an East Coast and that's a West right. Coast. And sure. you're right.
0: It's a creaminess uh, that you have a hard time. But you pick it up texturally right. for sure. Uh, wow! So
1: these are called shigoku. Shigoku.
0: Shigoku. <laughs> so we've been
1: really loving the shigokus, and there's another one called the shibumi, which we're going to try next. We've been loving them here; they've been selling really well. But again, they're all sort of you see the West Coast ones. They're a deep cup, right? Right. It's called. There's a process called cushy oysters right. where they right. they sort of uh, roll them mm-hmm. so they keep to stunt the growth lengthwise. But make the, the cup become bigger.
0: So a deeper so shell. So you end right. up
1: having this like nice little, for lack of a better word, ball of right. oyster. Uh-huh. Um, that's kind of nice instead of this flat little piece. So oh. a lot of them practice that.
0: So that is beautiful.
1: Again, good good salt kind. Con- that, that's almost like an East Coast. Right. I actually had a West Coast Virginica oyster, which are the, basically the oysters from the East Coast and i you if I, if it was a blind taste test i would think it was from the east coast that's how weird and it was produced out there but it's it's it was the
0: variety of oyster yeah. So this is and, and obviously, show. you're you're obsessive about these people who reach out to you. I want you to oh, yeah. taste my oysters. Well. Okay, so let's let's look at you. How are you farming? And I, I yeah. mean, that's obviously uh, something. Yeah, like, and
1: it's great. It's just like buying from the green market. So you're right. buying it you're, right. when you go to the green market. You're buying from the people who grow this stuff. So you're right. when you could buy direct from somebody, you get to know them, know about their passion, know that. So you you already think like, all right, I'm not going to get taken here. You know, i right. are going to get a product that is really well cared for, mm-hmm. that they love to produce, that's, and then then you know that they're they're behind it, and and I like that stuff. And, right. and there's so many different varieties of things you could buy, but why not buy from somebody who's not trying to mass market, but's trying to really do something right. and taking care of the earth too, right. which is another big thing. And oysters are a great natural filter; they clean right. the water. So the more that's growing out there the, the better the water is and that's for all of us yeah. what's happening with the Billion Oyster Project so you gotta try this this okay. is a, also this is the shibumi it sounds like a dance doesn't yeah. It? Yeah, it let's do does. the <laughs> yeah. what are you kids doing out there well, doing the shibumi. stop <laughs> with the shibumi <laughs>
0: mm.
1: oh wow big surprises here for me it's like more like really tasting these again and seeing and this Put is all, all flesh and, and meat it's it's, me. right I've, exactly I've, I've... and there's there's a, a bigger, uh, a much more salinity va- uh, content in these West Coast oysters, so it's pretty amazing. I'm going to so. take
0: a little sip of this Albariño. Albariño, like Muscadet, like Chablis, like chocolate. We talked about goes fantastic. Oh, my God. Fantastic, fantastic with perfect, oysters. Uh, this is... Um, uh, the producer is Fento uh, Charlie Woods uh, Bon Amis brings it in it's a fantastic uh, wine my, one of my favorites for oysters as well yeah uh, and because the wine itself is grown close to the Atlantic so you have yeah. some natural salt and saline in the wine which goes perfectly with that was fantastic um, the with the oysters yeah. yeah so so let's talk about the Billion Oyster Project
1: so uh, Ben Collinger been- who was the chef before me here is one of the founding um Chefs in him, and what they do is they collect all the oyster shells from all the restaurants in in, in uh, the city and put them back into the bay. To sort of the hope is that they're going to revitalize the right. uh, oyster. Um, industry here in New York and they
0: seeding it to hoping that this ho- I think they're going to seed
1: it and then right. they're also going but they have
0: to build the, I think the
1: structure first
0: But something they're attached to it right exactly right. and I
1: think so that is something that um, has been it's wonderful I, I think I want I don't there's many many restaurants that are involved in, in giving their oysters and they get collected I think once a week and mm-hmm. we put them downstairs and you know um, and they come and pick them up and it's just it's just this great thing that you know the like I said before the, there was a big big uh you know the New York City area was a big producer it was of known for uh, oysters for oysters right. and, and 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 so it's wonderful they're also they are attached to something called the Harbor School so it's also kind of like you know these it's a school in Governors Island so these kids go to Governors Island every day which is kind of I guess could be kind of a fun street um maybe a little shaky in the winter but right. yeah yeah <laughs> but it's so it's it's a school that is not only you know a, a regular. It's a public school, and they're and they're teaching kids about marine life, and and uh, while they're also getting a, an education in biology and, uh, right. and talking about you know and also it's something that I talk to them about with my organization called Wellness in the Schools.
0: Right. So talk about where, that because you're the executive chef of yeah. Wellness in the School, which is an amazing organization. So tell us what what you so guys do. So that is
1: an organization where we we hire cooks to go into the cafeteria to mm-hmm. to work alongside the cafeteria workers to give the kids a healthy lunch. We bring coaches and. To the recess yard to get the least active kid active and mm-hmm. and prevent bullying and, and give them some organized sports so they get this healthy lunch active recess they're ready for the second right. half of the day with a clear head to learn we're fighting obesity why we do this because obesity is a really bad problem in in, in the U S and you know one in three people like fifth almost fifty percent of the kids in New York City are obese and to top of that you 're talking about like seventy five percent of the kids uh, in New York City are you know at or below the poverty level it 's a right. high number so they 're so they have to the, the school lunch could, is the best possible chance for them to have a hot meal in some cases in most cases and then so why not give them a healthy lunch why not teach them about this food education and nutrition and and how to take care of themselves
0: it's so so one sided to look down your nose at somebody you look at that person they're fat whatever not realizing if they're some poor kid their parents have to feed those children and calorically what they can feed them is the cheapest junk shit that gets pushed on them and, and even and if it's, they want to, right.
1: even if they want to cook, there's areas where there's like food deserts. So there's not enough food, fresh food available right. to them. So it's really a, it's a, so it's, I, it's an organization that I've been be in part of for, uh, 10 years, help them develop menus, work with policy, work with, you know, raising money, uh, and, and, raising awareness. Cause I it's a nonprofit. It's a nonprofit. Right. And so we, you know, we, it's, uh, it started in 05 with three moms. I got involved in 08 and, uh, and built up the cook the cook program for them. And so now we're in hundred over 150 schools, that's about 70,000 awesome. kids a day in five areas in the, in, the, in, in the state. So mostly in New York City, but we're also in Trenton, Camden, New Jersey. We're starting out D.C. this year. We've been in South Florida for a couple of years. Which, and we're in Novato, California, which is in Marin County. Um, I'm going out there in a couple of weeks to see the program and, and do a fundraiser out there. So, yeah, now it's been, and you know, our idea is just to sort of, we want to be obsolete. We want right. every kid to have a healthy lunch and, and also have a, a f- good food education. That, yeah, understand you know, what real food yeah. tastes like. Yeah, and, yeah, and learn about it right. and, 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 and cook and and you know, feed each, feed them well. You know, right. feed themselves well. So
0: I think it's a, I it's an incredibly admirable uh, thing to be part of. And I know Michelle Obama was. Part oh yeah, of no, that. we.
1: So she 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 was great because she started that less move uh, campaign, um, and then she started the chefs move the school campaign, which I helped. Uh, I was one of ten chefs to help put together, and she's been a great advocate and for it. And you know, working with Sam Cass and. And so I was lucky enough to launch the chefs move to schools with a thousand chefs in the lawn, and, That's and then go into the garden. Uh, I was one of like a dozen chefs who went into the garden with her, and we made a lunch with some of the local kids from DC. Right. So yeah, no, it's been a it's been a great journey for us, and we're we're growing and. And now we're seeing so many other people get involved um, and wanting to get into this space. And that's just yeah. a wonderful thing. Right. You know, I mean,
0: we're blessed to. It's a, I tell people, yeah, we're blessed. We can go to Whole Foods and spend X on food and we walk out. Yes. We don't think about it. Yeah. Uh, well, that was,
1: it. for me, it was like when I heard about it. Affordable food When I heard about yeah. it, it was, you know, I thought about like. You know, my daughter. I have one child, and, and she was. I felt like she was lucky. You know, she had a dad who was a chef, first right. of all, sure. who was a had the means to give her a healthy lunch, and I packed her lunch all right. the time. And and so it was a matter of, you know, like having that, given that ability to all kids. You know, that yeah. went to school with her, and you know, and the, now what's really wonderful is that de Blasio brought in the universal free lunch so there's no stigma for any kid who wants to like who's getting free lunch everybody I mean it's a great idea and and so and now you know New York City has really in the last 10 years has really moved towards a way with the help of our organization and others um, their their menus are getting better and better each year and and I think you're seeing it all across the country people are really into it and I think in the next 10 to 15 years you're going to really see obesity go down and you're going to see everybody eating healthier and you're going to, the schools are going to be producing stuff better and I think but it's got to we just got to keep pushing and pushing and pushing and I
0: think you're on the right track because it's not upper middle it's it's in the, the poverty line schools yeah. uh, kids that well, can't you know, afford there's lunch probably some <laughs> right. lower middle
1: class kids sure. that can't yeah. afford
0: it. <laughs> right oh yeah well it's really, we all shop at Whole Foods it's a, it's know. a little uh... <laughs> let's hit this last shrimp one oh, more time yeah, about no, this shrimp they, this they, big monster they, look at these are My the best things in the world I'm, I'm sorry what kind Shrimp for these again? This is crazy. It's as big Mm. as my hand. (laughs) Mm. Oh my god, too big a bite. Mm. Oh, they're delicious. It's like a steak almost. It is. So, how Uh, many oysters you go through here a day? uh, Busy or busy Friday? What do you do on a busy Friday? Well, I'll tell you what I order a week. Mm? All right.
1: Probably go through 2,000 to 2,500 oysters a week. How many? (laughs) <laughs> 2,000 wow.
0: oysters a week, yeah. Wow, that's...
1: <laughs> I think about how much I order, yeah. Yeah,
0: that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's a well, lot of oysters. Um, I, I said earlier it's one of my favorite places to come. The seafood's great, the oysters are fantastic, and there's a chef who cares. So uh, you need to come to Oceana. And the shrimp cocktail. And the shrimp cocktail. <laughs> and I want to thank Bill for just coming on and hanging out and, my and my to just like feast. Uh, he threw in front of me when I thought I was just coming up here to chat about oysters. <laughs> anyway, uh, nice to see the end of the, the line where we're at an oyster farm. You come to a restaurant and how much the chefs appreciate and love oh, yeah. uh, the product they get and how hard the farmers work and your appreciation for that. And you're doing your diligence, like who's doing the right thing with the farming. So right. thanks for being on the show. My pleasure. Thanks All right. for having me. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> Thanks again for listening. Don't forget to check us out at dotjpodcast.com. Until then, I'll see you at the bar. Thanks, and we will speak to you soon. Bye.